0: Welcome to the Wildly Energized podcast series where we discuss some of the struggles living in a fatigued state, how you can support your body in a more natural way, and how you do not have to do it all on your own. I am your host, Karen Giles. Hello, and welcome to episode number 54. So, today we're going to be talking about how often do you feel excited about your day. But firstly, I'll introduce myself to those of you who are new to the channel. You'll notice that I say something a little bit different each week because I cover so many different areas in my clients' lives and we do so many different things together. So instead of talking about it for 10, 20 minutes each week, I just add a little bit more each time, hoping I remember what I've said the week before. So I'm a health and wellness coach. I specialize in relationships, connection, the healthy connections that is boundaries so creating those healthy boundaries a lot of people don't have the awareness the knowledge and the skills to decipher the difference between unhealthy and healthy boundaries and the impact that they both have in your life so once you create and I was going to say supplement create and implement your healthy boundaries Life changes dramatically, whether it's in business, home, career, sport, community in general. It just changes everything for the better. And, yeah, some people will drop off. They won't like it so much, but they're just not the right people for you right then and there. And if they're meant to be in your life in the future, they'll circle back to you, and that's no problem. You'll welcome them with open arms, I'm sure, and there's many, many, many other areas that I work with people as well. So routines, morning morning routines, nighttime routines, how to work out their ideal workday if they work for themselves or if they work for someone else, but they have the flexible hours um, situation where they can just work whatever hours they want as long as they get the work done. And then also how to have that amazing communication with themselves others including partners their team and so on because communication is key to a healthy life without as much friction tension in your life and that's what everybody wants right so let's get on with today how often do you feel excited about your days so we're talking about your work days so whether that's 4 days a week 2 days a week 5 days a week 7 days a week does not matter it's the same questions for you no matter where you sit so I'm wanting to know what don't you like about it we all have something we don't enjoy in our day for example I don't enjoy administration work I enjoy the coaching the educating the training not the paperwork that's not my jam at the moment I'm working at hiring a team member so that they can deal with most of that because that's not what I enjoy doing. So I don't want to be wasting my time, or I shouldn't say wasting, but spending my time doing something that takes me literally two to four hours that they can do within 15, 20 minutes. To me, that's a no-brainer, right? So why wouldn't I delegate that to somebody else because it's within my budget, I can hire somebody else. So why not maximize that? So is your day too structured? Does it not have any playtime in there? As in, is there no room for you to be able to take a sit back and have a laugh, have a giggle, listen to a song that lifts your mood up, that lifts your vibration, your energy? Is it too busy for your personality? Do you get more stuff done when you're busy, 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 or do you get more stuff done when you have more time to do it because you're not overwhelmed, you're not anxious, and you're not depleting your energy because you're trying to do something outside of a time frame that you can physically do, as in takes a lot longer for you to do a task than what's been allocated to you? And that can be extremely stressful. I remember a very long time ago in my 20s, I was in a job and I was in a position like that where I applied for a job. I knew I was more than capable of doing what they wanted. It was an office job. But then they just started to slip me these different tasks that weren't within my expertise, let's say. And I started to feel deflated. And I actually felt that they were trying to push me out the front door of the office. Because I just didn't know how to do it, and bear in mind there wasn't the internet at the extent there is today, so I couldn't just Google it. That was not an option. It was all books. So I was thought, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? Anyhow, I worked my way through it, and I was honest. I just had the clear communication with them. I thought, okay, I'm either going to have a job by the end of the today, or I'm not going to be employed. Okay, so if that happens, how am I going to pay the rent, pay my food, all of my bills? All right, how am I going to pay to run my car? I didn't have a loan on my car. always bought my cars outright. And I just thought, oh, my goodness. But the crazy thing is I didn't even need all of those crazy thoughts going through my head, which they're not crazy. They're legitimate thoughts, aren't they? It's reality. But I didn't need to drain myself of all of that because – They just assumed, in their words, that because I was so good at the tasks that they were already allocating me, they thought that I could just naturally do what they gave me, totally unaware as to how it was affecting me. And they were wondering why my mood had changed when I was coming into work. And it's because I was scared. I didn't know what to expect I didn't know if I'd be capable of doing what they wanted me to do that day because every day there was this different task to this different program which I'd never even heard of, never mind seen and played in. So the honesty, guys, the transparency is so, so important. Yes, you won't always be fortunate where the person on the receiving end of the conversation is happy with what you say. But that's the risk you take. And that's the part of transparency is that there's wins and there's losses. And sometimes the losses aren't what you're wanting, what you're expecting, and they can be a bit of a shock. Same with the wins, right? The wins can be just as surprising to you as well. So is there no fun or playtime within your workplace? So this is even if you've got your own business, right? We can get so busy in the doing And I'll share a little something with you what I've started to do in the last six months because as you know, I work from home. So where I work is where I sleep, where I socialize, everything. I'm lucky I've got an office so I can close the door, but where we're moving to, I don't have that. I have a space, but it's not a closed off space. So it'll be interesting to see how I go there because I'm very, very sensitive to energy, different types of energy. So what I'm getting at is I made some changes in the last six months. took me a long time to work it out, to be honest. Sorry, my throat's a bit cranky today. So what I started to do was I started to dance in between clients. I started to dance in my lunch break. I started to dance before my day started. And I also do a little wriggle of a dance when my day ends. And what that does is I love dancing. I absolutely love Latin dancing. In the last two years, haven't done much of it at all. And that's okay. So what I've started to do is just do it myself at home. And, yeah, most of the time I'm here on my own. But if my partner's here, I'll grab him and we'll do a little bit of a wriggle and, you know, then he'll be on his merry way because it's something he's willing to learn. But he's, you know, he is not as, what would you say, experienced or it just doesn't know what I know with with the dancing and yes I could teach him but i probably teach him the wrong way because so I'm a follower not a leader in dancing and this is my point one do something that you know you enjoy multiple times throughout the day and it doesn't have to take long like a dance could be one minute for example you might enjoy doing squats or lunges might sound silly but Observe what happens with your brain and your energy when you start doing these things. It's very interesting, super cool, very convenient. You can do it then and there. Ladies, if you're wearing heels or stilettos, just kick them off if you're going to be doing squats or lunges. But the thing is, there is no reason why you cannot be incorporating fun into your life every day. No matter whether you're working for yourself in an office space as in corporate or rented space, whether you're working from home, whether you're working for somebody else, incorporate it in, find a way. Might be listening to a song. It could be listening to a song on your phone, through the speaker, or putting your headphones in. Same with your computer. It could be singing something. It could be telling someone a joke. It could be, what else is there? You could be laughing. Just find something to laugh at might be a two-minute YouTube video, something like that, to watch or listen to. That makes you laugh. But I've got many coaches in my life. I have business coaches. I have a gut health coach. And, yes, I'm a health and wellness coach myself. But every coach needs a coach. You just can't know every single little thing. And I have a mold toxicity situation going on within my body at the moment, and that's way out of my league It's not something I'm trained in, not something I'm interested in training myself in. So why not invest in myself by working with someone who's an expert in it, who's passionate about it, who's lived and breathed going through that journey herself or himself, but in my situation, it's a female. And then I have another coach where she specialises in overall gut detox and being around electronics, being just around other people, being in environments, being around fans, ceiling fans, pedestal fans, air conditioning units. It's all a form of toxins. And in Queensland, in Australia, especially in Queensland, we have a mould issue nearly everywhere you go. And it affects your breathing. So I've been very short of breath for nearly two years now and I've put on a lot of weight, but I know what's caused it now because I just haven't been able to put it all together. I just couldn't make sense of it. I'm an extremely health-conscious person, not OCD about it, but I have a lot of awareness, have a lot of knowledge, a lot of training, and a lot of skills and tools around general health and wellness. So last week I finally got some answers, and it's mold. And because it's in our bedroom as well, it affects me in so many different areas. And then because I also work from home, I don't get away from it unless I physically leave home and go for a walk like I did this morning for a couple of hours with a girlfriend. And then we'll go for a swim later on this afternoon. So it's finding that balance, finding what works for you, finding what lights you up and makes you happy so that your day isn't too serious. So that you're enjoying your day. No one should be waking up to their day not feeling excited about it. If that is you, there are pieces of your life puzzle puzzle missing. If you're not sure what they are, get in touch with me and we can work through it. Because it's all these little bits and pieces. And quite often when it's affecting you directly, because you're emotionally invested in the situation, it can be very challenging for you to pinpoint what it is. Hence why there's coaches out there for all areas in life, every single thing you could possibly think of. Food for thought, isn't it? Are you not enjoying your day? or the thought of your day, not excited about your day ahead of you because you can't be yourself. You can't express yourself. You can't be the personality that you want to be. That could be that, you know, you can't laugh or you can't laugh too loud because because of the space you're in. Or it could be that you're working with someone who's very noise sensitive. It's a trigger for them and that's a totally different conversation, that one. Is it that... The environment is too dark and dull and stuffy, and you need a light, airflowy, vibrant environment? Is it that your environment is too quiet? You can hear a pen drop, and that makes you edgy, and that's okay. It just means that you like a bit of noise around you, a bit of movement. That's another thing. Are you sensitive to other people's movements? So are you distracted throughout the day? So you're not excited about your day ahead because you're just thinking of the previous day of what you didn't get done. So you're playing catch-up every single day. I wouldn't be excited if that was me either. Allocate fun days at work. So this is a solution that you can have. So what I'd like to ask you is, what can you change about your day so it's exciting? So what can you change about your day? So it's exciting. When I used to work for somebody else many years ago, I would always listen to Dance Monkey in the car on the way to work. It would lift me up. I'd be buzzing. I'd be super excited. I love music. And I go walk through the front door and everyone will go, oh my gosh, you're so happy, you've got so much energy. We know you've got so much on at the moment. How, how are you getting through? Like how, how can you have so much energy and be so happy and smiley all the time? It's because I've always had the, well, not always, it's something I learned a long time ago. I have the awareness and the tools and the knowledge as to what I need for my personality to rise above the dullness, the heaviness that life can bring and environment can bring. And sometimes it comes across very forceful to other people because they think, oh, my gosh, she's got to be forcing herself to do that. And so be it if that's the way they see it. But if it's working for you, who cares? Do what works for you. And allocating fun days at work, for example, could be casual dress day. If you're in the position to be able to um, dictate or change some of the rules, policies, and procedures within your workplace, why not have Casual Friday? Or why not switch it up? Do Casual Wednesday. But then if you work online, so you work remotely, you can also, which is very, very effective, by something you can do to lift the team environment and their energy and their mood is by starting your online meetings with some really fun, upbeat music. And it's a really good way to get to know the different personalities in your team because you'll notice there's some people who just sit there and they just look up the ceiling hoping that you don't see them. And then there's others where their camera won't even be on because they'll be sitting there probably thinking, oh, here we go again. Another five minutes of music, so not into this. And then there'll be those who are sitting in their chair and they dance a little bit and they put their arms up in the air a little bit. And then there'll be the other ones who look like crazy people, but they're not. They're just expressing themselves full bodily, fully bodily expressing themselves by dancing on their feet, using their whole body. And then you more times than not find that they're the most interactive, productive people within the meeting. Because they're opening the channels, the energy channels within their body, they're getting all of the good juices, as I call it, running through the body, raising their vibration, increasing their energy, or the blood flows going to their head as well, to the brain. It's flowing through their body. They won't be sitting there getting all restless in their checks. They've been sitting still for too long because they haven't been dancing. Their eyes won't be darting around the room because they're disinterested in what's going on in the meeting because they're super focused. It's their has gone to their brain. They're happy, they're excited. They want to know what's next, what's coming up, what's happening moving forward. So who wouldn't want that from their team? And if you give it a go and you notice that team members don't have their cameras on, just ask them to turn their cameras on and be upfront and honest with them. If you're okay with them not dancing, say it. Just say, come on, guys, don't be shy, put your cameras on, we're all here, why not have a bit of fun, lighten the mood, lift our spirits. Let's face it, we can all get a bit down sometimes working on our own in an isolated office or it gets a bit boring sometimes or whatever wording you want to use. So acknowledge them, acknowledge they're all different, acknowledge their possible pain points of boredom. And also say to them, you know, if we all get up and have a bit of a wriggle, have a bit, bit of a dance together, let's raise the vibration. And then when we have everybody interacting in the meetings, let's get over quick and fast. Quite often people don't want to be in team meetings or meetings in general for very long at all. So why not make it fun, interactive, raise the vibration at the beginning and then it'll be over quick smart. You don't get as much fluffiness with the communication in the meetings this way something I've noticed It's highly effective but you know you're the leader it's up to you what you want to do or if you work for somebody else just have a chat to them about it you know when we do these meetings is there something we can do to lift the mood even if they're in person meeting guys you can also do that have some music playing and then over time those who don't dance the very first time you observe them just very discreetly. Don't isolate them like pinpoint them out in front of everybody or anything like that, because that's not kind and it can be very embarrassing and belittling to them as well. But just watch them over time. They may take tiny steps forward, but it's still a step forward. And each time they feel like you're acknowledging that they're different quietly. So not saying verbally out aloud for everybody to hear. Over time, you'll get more from them. They'll be more productive. They'll more than likely become more transparent with you. Their communication will increase, be more effective. So overall, it's a win-win because, one, they feel acknowledged in their own way. Two, they feel safe. Three, they feel understood. And four, they're relaxed. I feel more like a team player. So a lot of people think that to be a team player, you all need to be the same. You all need to agree on the same stuff. You all need to keep your mouth shut if you don't agree. That's not the case. Let's open up the opportunity for everybody to be able to express themselves freely. Another thing you can do too, and you can do it in person meetings or when they're online, is you do a spotlight so you'll be running the meeting and then you have a spare of the moment wriggle and you go okay so and so it's your turn to dance we're all going to follow you and you just give them half like half a minute 30 seconds if they're shy otherwise a full song and then you everybody comes back they're refocused and then their energy is uplifted especially if it's for example a four hour or Four hour meeting, or it's a full training day, this sort of stuff is really beneficial. Ditch the old school way where uh, you have a coffee break for 10, 15 minutes and then everybody just chats and then you go and sit down and then, you know, get their body moving, get the brain juices flowing and see how you go. So, how do you feel now about your day ahead? How excited do you feel? Do you like the idea that you have the ability? To request changes if you work for someone, that you have the ability to change your workday. day, if you're self-employed, that you have the ability to alter change the structure of your team when it comes to meetings, conversation, even when you do um oh what are they called performance appraisals with your team. Do a bit of music in the beginning. Do a little bit of dancing. Break the ice because they can be so nerve-wracking. I remember those days. Oh, my goodness. You know, their heart's probably in their mouth, not knowing what you're going to say, not knowing what you're going to do. Because they can be very confident in in their job, but they're not in your head or your body. They have no idea what you're thinking or feeling. So have a think about it. How would you benefit? from your day by introducing some changes to raise your vibration and your feeling about the day ahead. So it becomes exciting. I look forward to every day. You know, the only days that I don't look forward to is when I don't know what I'm going to be doing the next day. doesn't have to be the whole day. I just need to know I'm doing at least one fun thing. Just one. So during the week, I have a fair idea what I'm doing because that's my business time. Weekends are a bit more relaxed. So I would, you know, I'd like to know, I'm gonna go to the beach this day for an hour or two, or we're gonna go for a swim on Saturday afternoon, or we're gonna catch up with some friends or go dancing or whatever the case may be. So food for thought, look after yourself. If you're not excited about your day it's up to you to change it it's up to you to see where the holes are where the restrictions are what's pulling you back and work towards changing it doesn't need to be a big leap just take tiny little steps just like kids right when they're learning to walk tiny little steps adults are just grown up kids remember okay hope you found this helpful today i trust you have and enjoy your week. I trust you have taken away many golden nuggets in today's episode. Thank you so much for jumping on today and joining me on the Wildly Energised podcast channel. I, I just want to say to you guys, I love having you jump on and listen and I I just enjoy sharing my journey with you all, the past and the present So if you're interested in communicating and joining my online community on Facebook, jump over to Wildly Energised Circle and I have a group there and we would love to have you join us. For any questions, please just message them to me on Facebook and I would love to hear from you and get back to you as soon as possible. Enjoy the rest of your day and have a fabulous week. Bye!